Hey everybody and welcome to the Comic Book Companion Podcast. Each week, I read comic books and discuss them book club style, page by page, with my friend and co-host, Connor Shackelford. Each week will consist of two issues that you will know about ahead of time, so you can read along with us. Now remember, you should read those books, because everything is going to be spoiled from here on out. At the end of each episode, you'll get our contact information so you can contribute to the conversation and you'll receive your homework assignment for the next episode. So are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get started. All right, Connor, we are back. And this week we're shaking things up again, uh, not only with uh, the new music that has been put on the front and back end of this episode but uh we're talking darth vader and star wars yes uh something different from x-men or marvel in general uh yeah we're we just started x-men and we're taking a very quick break away from that so we could talk star wars darth vader and the two annuals that have come out yeah and then i said other than marvel but then i realized marvel also published these so i guess we're never we're never away from marvel um, nicely done Connor. yeah uh, but yeah, these are two annuals, and for those who, of you who don't know what annuals are, they're usually encapsulated stories. Um, sometimes they tie in, sometimes they don't. Um, right. So yeah. that's why we wanted to do this: is just short little quick uh, these quick issues, which will be fun to talk about. But on top of that, um, if if the new music and the shaking it up with the Star Wars and the Darth Vader isn't enough for you. We have a special guest, and uh, he's from the Rebel Watch podcast, and he cuts my checks. <laughs> His name is Michael Canterbury, and uh, he's going to be talking Star Wars with us. How oh, you doing, I, I'm here, man, but I got to be honest, full disclosure, I actually run a Batman podcast, so this is going to be real, <laughs> real awkward. Oh, man, it looks like we're losing. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. We're... We're an all Star Wars podcast. No mention of of Batman or Superman or or any of, any of that. It's all Star Wars with us. All all Star Wars. Yeah. All the time. That's you our slogan. Guys, all Star Wars all the time. I don't think it is, but that's fine. <laughs> um. it's, it's in the banner. <laughs> okay, cool. That's fine. Um but the the great thing is you are super oh, knowledgeable about Star Wars. Well, let's Wars. hope so. I I don't know. Almost to a fault. Almost to a fault. It, it, it has interrupted moments <laughs> of my life. A lot of moments. And I think I'm an in between between you and our Michael because I like I've read some comics here and there. Like I read the Lando miniseries. Yeah. But and I've seen all the movies, but I don't like I've never delved into the novels or anything like that. Well, that's so. okay. This is a good way to start. Yeah. And this is perfect because I'm the dummy, so I've got all oh, the questions on this. Ask end. away. Uh, and I wanted to do the Darth Vader annuals because, A, they're just short, kind of quick little stories. They kind of, like, they're self-contained, I guess, to mm-hmm. a point. But um, I also, my favorite Star Wars character is Darth Vader. Yes, absolutely. So it all just, it, it, they meld together Amen. perfectly. Um, so if you guys are ready, we can jump into the first annual yes. from uh, 20, 2015 is when this first came out. Um, which is funny to me because we're now 2018 and there's only been two annuals, right. so I don't know what the hell Marvel is That's doing. Right. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> they're like biannuals. <laughs> they are. T- I mean, yeah. Yeah. See? <laughs> Math. <laughs> so uh, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to – we at the beginning of uh, every issue of the comic book, there's like a little bit of a recap of what's going on and that kind of thing. So uh, normally, Michael, I will read through this really quick just so everybody is kind of on the same page. Okay. And then we'll move through the book after that. Damn, sweet. So uh, this is what it says. It is a time of unrest. After the fall of the Republic, the Galactic Empire took over with an iron fist. Yet the, the Empire does not stand unchallenged as the rebels continue to fight back. The destruction of the Death Star has ignited faith that the rebellion will prevail but the Emperor is determined to eliminate any and all threats. As more and more planets fall under Imperial control, Lord Vader travels to Shutoran with a message to reinforce their cooperation. Um, 
I read that earlier, and I was like, yep, I'm definitely going to screw that up when <laughs> I read it. Uh, so we open up then with, uh, I'm assuming, this king mm-hmm. uh, on his throne, and in front of him are his children. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so we have Monthan, his first child, Hollyan, his second child, and Trios, the third yeah. child. Yeah, and, um, and right away, sorry to interrupt, but... Um, yeah, I no, no. really like the art. Yeah. I really enjoy the art as well. Absolutely. It's uh I actually have read the later uh Vader line that we'll get okay. to eventually. Um I haven't even read this one, but it's it's similar art. I, I actually don't even know if it's the same artist, but uh yeah, it's really, really good stuff. Not a ton of dialogue in these series, so if you appreciate no, the art you'll yeah, definitely like it's, it. It's lots of like widespread shots Absolutely. of planets and stuff and it just looks awesome. Absolutely. So the king's talking about the future of his king of uh the shoe shoe mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, and the first child will be kind of the king, um, lead the, the general politics of it. The second one will be the general, and the third child has, uh, your blood will serve in other ways, is the quote here. Ooh. And uh, It's very, crypt- very cryptic right <laughs> yeah. off the bat. Well, You're like, he's, <laughs> he's willing this. to sacrifice her off the bat. <laughs> when I first yeah, read that, very I was like, ominous. <laughs> um, So uh, then we uh, cut to the mid-rim uh, of Shutoran. Um, and then here he is, Lord mm. Vader. Going full anime real quick here. Absol- yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. And uh, he says that Princess Trios uh, has disappointed him. Mm. And uh, he was expecting her father instead. And you see that he's carrying a cute little a little gift there, a little box. Absolutely. Um, and uh, so, so we... We find out that her father's mind isn't as sharp, and um, so she came in his stead. Uh, and I like this that he—they're putting on this big, like this this ball, this show mm-hmm. for him. And <laughs> Vader is like, "I don't have time for that crap." No, <laughs> that, that this is the last thing I expected. When he's, I mean, he's a no BS enforcer. So when this lady's like, I I insist you're going to come to this ball. And then eventually they're going to ask him to dance. I was just like, what? Oh, it's so good. And and part of Vader's design that I've always loved is like, you can't see behind that helmet. So it's just the same static face. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's totally deadpan. He could be crying um, behind that mask and and you don't know. Something we didn't bring up was there's a B plot that starts here with uh, the two. I think these droids were introduced in the 2015 run, mm. which is Triple uh, Zero and BT. Um, uh, which yeah. are yeah. So Michael, are you familiar with? Them Not at familiar all? with these guys, but I'll tell you right off the bat, it's like Anakin, like Miss C3PO and R2. <laughs> I mean, these are complete ripoffs of them, and even their interactions are the same. And I'm wondering if he actually built this BT guy or wait no B- um, bt is the short astromech who's what's the yeah. other one again uh triple zero triple zero did he build him too like i mean but he's he's evil he, yeah yeah i love that they're just red black versions of c3p yeah, with red eyes yeah. like it's crazy and they're both like you said they're evil like oh. just through their dialogue and stuff little bt wants to shoot yeah, he does <laughs> He does. No, we're going to be subtle. Like, I brought poisons to kill these people. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, they're just little demon machines, and I, I wasn't I, expecting that. I'd read a book that. about these two. Right? And that's the thing. They actually do have droid comics. They're just not the most interesting, but this this could be interesting. <laughs> right, right. And um, so then we see that they've shown up to this ball. Everybody's dancing. Um, they have begun the stately... Shoe Toran counter bore waltz, which is like because the uh, long story short, this is kind of what they do to keep the nobles like happy, yeah, to keep like feed their egos, yeah. And the and the and the whole huh. that that sounds familiar. <laughs> if only this were a parade. Well, and the whole point of him coming is that most of these worlds under the Empire's rule have an obligation to provide whether it's 
minerals for production or food or whatever they pretty much just have a quota they have to reach and that that's what he's doing here is he's coming to enforce the quota um because they haven't been meeting it and you have these these ore dukes they call them that uh they work really hard and the way they really you know blow off steam is they dance a lot at this ball and and that's how we <laughs> appease them because we depend on them so we need to make them happy and and, and vader just doesn't understand that <laughs> yeah, yeah not at all <laughs> and nor does he absolutely care. absolutely all I know is I need some of these little glow ball things for my face. I mean that would that probably <laughs> oh, feel pretty yeah. good. I gotta be honest. If we're if we're and I'm gonna take those to that's the right. Hey, <laughs> is this a PG <laughs> podcast or PG thirteen? Uh, PG thirteen. We haven't really. That's good. We haven't really dropped too many bombs, but that's Perfect. fine. Connor can bleep them out. <laughs> yeah, I think I've left an F here and there. But nice, nice, nice. Um, what do we got? Uh, yes. Yeah, so then, um. She explained, you know, uh, about all this business to to Darth Vader and that they dance and uh, all that kind of stuff. Which, I mean, good on them. Get your jiggy. Yeah, get your... I... that that that's not a thing. Um, um, and then we cut back to uh, <laughs> the droid sitcom here. Yes, where um, the two evil droids are getting the attention of another. Uh, what's the uh, model for C three PO? What's that called? Uh they're protocol droids. Protocol. Yeah. Okay, they're getting the attention of another protocol droid, and which I thought was funny with these droids is that like the, this knockoff C three PO is like he he has a lot of personality to him, whereas like C three PO is a little more like robotic. Yeah. But this this little dude here, he he has a lot to he say. Does. <laughs> he absolutely does. Um, yeah. And so, like, they're getting his attention, and then the the uh, show Turin uh, protocol droid is like, "I'm sorry, we can't let you in here." And then all you see, all you get to hear is triple uh, zero, like, "Hey, I don't torture droids, BT." <laughs> and then he's like, "Well, wait a minute." <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> let's call him back. And uh, right. Yeah, they they have their way with him or her. Oh, that's nah, a dark, qu- quiet closet. We we can we can assume as much. No, but he he, he pretty much just dismembers the thing, right? Or like he rips its head off or something. Yeah, like the that. data. Yeah, yeah, gets yeah, the data he, uh, yeah. Yeah, big old hole in this thing's head where he takes that. Yeah, that. Yeah, data I'm not a savage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. We definitely need to see them in their own kind of line or run into C3PO no and R2 or something. I need action figures. Uh, that'd be pretty they sweet, exist, probably. Absolutely. And so uh, here, um, oh, this might be this, my favorite part. Oh, this Duke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so this <laughs> this Duke rolls up with his daughter, mm-hmm. and his daughter wants to dance. And so they've come to Lord Vader, and they want Vader to dance with the daughter. And Vader's like, "All right, you want to dance? Let's dance." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. and so he force chokes this dude all over the dance yeah, floor. <laughs> he does. This is amazing. This, then, this was probably my favorite part of this issue. And then immediately after that, a ship crashes in. Yeah. Well, and, and then he, he almost, he almost, uh, it was almost a this party's over moment. He's like, do any others wish to be my partner? I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's a good Vader line. <laughs> yeah. He's hardcore, man. So then this, this ship crashes into the ballroom. Death to the Empire. Ugh. Down with the king. Seems staged, right? So, yeah, that's what I see. That's what I was thinking. Was like these are definitely staged rebels, right? Like the king sent these guys because they're assassins. Yeah, it, I yeah. mean staged or incredibly convenient. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But but Darth Vader, this impressed me to where he's got two of these guys shooting lasers oh, at yeah. him. He's got one lightsaber and he deflects both yeah. of them. I was like, Get yeah. Yeah, he paid attention to geometry. <laughs> um. He was—he's a math whiz. <laughs> and so he says that he wants to see the king immediately because he destroyed them all, and, he, uh, and now he's just hanging out. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. I need—I need to go now. Yeah, we got—we got to go see the king. That's what I'm here for. This was a nice, you know, greeting, but it's time to go. He's like, yeah, I'm not having this crap now. It's time. Absolutely. to Absolutely. And so uh, then we cut back to, I guess, some unknown room 
where uh, Vader and all this has been—they've been watching Vader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you see that you know they had set this up to take Vader out. And I like uh, that they paint, they had to go through like the the fake storyline of these uh, rebels to mm-hmm. like if Vader survived, so he's not suspicious. Yeah, which is surprising. I I, I, I would I want to learn more about what. Because all of these comics, these Vader lines, are meant to make Vader super villainous and super like powerful and violent because no one really understood in Star Wars why everyone was so scared of Vader. I mean, you never really see him do a lot right. of crazy crap. So I'm, I'm curious to know what they knew about Vader and, and his potential. And, and I mean, they say he's stupid and... Or wait, no, they actually called the, the assassins stupid. But they say yeah. uh, Vader's everything his reputation suggested. So they threw like seven like assassins at him, and they thought that was going to do the job. I just yeah, they thought that was going to be it. Yeah, like... I I just don't know what they expected, but I don't know. So much for that. <laughs> so much for that. <laughs> and so the um, King was like, "All right, so I, I wish it didn't have to come to this." But and then he presses a button on his chair, and he's like, "Trios was a good daughter." Yeah. He's just ready. He's just ready. I call, I call this her in the garbage. I call this the contingency plan. <laughs> she, she she is the contingency plan if everything goes awry. And and do, the thing is, does she know that she is? I mean, I I think because later down the line, I feel we'll, like yeah. she does. Yeah. 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 And even when she's uh, trapped with Vader in that mm-hmm. tunnel, it's kind of like she's got that look on her face, like yeah, yeah, I'm the yeah. guinea pig. Like I, I'm. I'm the stupid sheep that had to go to slaughter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we also forgot to mention that the uh, two evil droids made their way into the king's chamber. They did, and they're offering him drinks. Ugh, it's just not just offering him; they are desperately they're insisting. To get him to yeah, drink. they're insisting that no, that now's the time to to have a drink when you're stressed and you you know there's all this is going on. It looks like Jabba's palace up in here. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh. So then we do see uh, Vader and the daughter in this tunnel, and uh, I like that Vader is. He says that uh, she's an admirable, admirable mm-hmm. youth, and that her father must be proud. And she's like, "Yeah, you'd be surprised." <laughs> yeah, because I, I think I think at this point he's kind of foreseen the future here of what's happening. Yeah, because I was kind of thrown off. I was yeah. like, "Is he hitting on her? Like, what's going on here?" <laughs> but I'm like, "No, he's obviously he sees that they're going down some tunnel, like a back way to the to the uh, to the king, and he, it's a setup for sure." Yeah, he's. He, I think he's in on it by now. Absolutely. Like, and, <laughs> and two just beams of lava start filling yeah, the tunnel. Absolutely. I mean, how else are you supposed to kill Vader? That's, I mean, if seven, you know, assassins <laughs> aren't going to do it with blasters, I mean, try lava? I mean, he, he survived Mustafar. Just... Come on. Like, if yeah, this, say, he's had, he this thing could, lava, exactly. I mean, he's all metal now, so, you know, it's, and it's probably resistant to it, so I just, I didn't understand the tactic. Yeah, and, uh, I, I like that she, <laughs> this poor woman knew what was going to yeah. happen. So she's like, yeah, I'm walking into being burned to death. This is great. <laughs> or did she know the whole time that Vader was going to get a way out and that she would become <laughs> queen? I mean, she could have also been three steps ahead. Uh, I'm going to say All not. right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm a pass She on could that. be force sensitive. We don't know. We don't know. All right, now. <laughs> You want everybody Every, to be. I mean, technically, in new canon, you know, ev- the force runs through everyone. So yeah, that's it's true. interesting. Learn the lore, Mike. That's right. Come uh, on. Uh, I don't, listen, listen. I don't drink Kool Aid. Okay. Uh, I- I'm old the Disney Kool Aid. Vader, Vader gets out of here by drawing, or yeah, drawing a big circle with his lightsaber yep. and then surfboarding. Um, Absolutely. I mean, cl- yeah, and why doesn't this lava just burn it's through that? Cla- no, it's classic fine. prequel stuff here. Cla- I mean, because the tunnel yeah. has to be able to survive that kind of stuff. I think this is like an emergency tunnel type thing, you know? Okay, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll allow Goodbye that. that. <laughs> so, so his lightsaber is more powerful than the, the lava. Yes, Michael, we yes. have got to, you have got to watch some prequels, my friend. You got to catch up. We, I mean, those came out in 1999, <laughs> come on. One. A lot of catching up to do. 
All right. That's fine. <laughs> um, and then so he's on his way back. He's on his way to the king, and the king's not happy. Um, he just calls for more guards. Yeah. <laughs> the, the poor droids are still like, you really got to drink this, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, they see Vader. He's got, you got, he's got the queen or the, you know, the soon-to-be queen yeah. on her back, he, he, which was cool like he's got a purpose for her then you're like why did not you just let her die he's he's a right he's, a, he's villainous why would he just leave her there he's, he's he's got something planned yeah so uh the king is having the drinks he knocks him off of uh uh bt BT. Yeah, BT. Oh, BT. Yeah. <laughs> knocks him off of bt's head which i mean that was just rude to be using yeah. him as a tray <laughs> table anyway absolutely uh, so <laughs> that's where uh, so BT gets to do what he wanted to do all along. That's right. Just, he just shoots them all. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I like that Triple uh, Zero, or th- that's his name. Yeah, Triple right? Zero. I like how he's like, "Oh, very well, you win." They did spill my drinks. Yeah, like, like and it's right it's like it's like protocol <laughs> kicks in. Like he's just like, "Yep, they were rude. Now they need to die." It's like a very extreme extreme protocol he's probably he probably right. sounds super british oh I, voice, I, british. it would be great to hear he probably sounds just like c3po yeah i want him to sound irish <laughs> <laughs> okay there's some uh, they can't all be british there's some evil like protocol droids and and, and rebels and stuff and, and they're pretty it's crazy i mean droids are nothing to be messed with and in in some new canon stuff um uh, I'm thinking of the uh, like new Han Solo books that are coming out now, like Last Shot. There's there's some very intelligent droids that have plans of their own and that feel like they've been um, almost imprisoned or enslaved by other like like by humans and other species. Yeah. So there there's a lot more to droids in, in the Star Wars universe. So it's it's cool that they're kind of expanding upon that here. Yeah. I like it. That's right. Getting deep and sweaty. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. So you're going to do Uh-oh. that? Okay. Uh-oh. Right. <laughs> so the... so uh, you would think that if she was Force-sensitive, she would have seen this oh, That's coming. true. You never pull a blaster on Vader. Never. Yeah, Not so even she, on his back. She wakes up, and she's like, why are the guards dead? And Vader's like, they did their duty just as you did yours. Yep. And then she pulls out the blaster... That does not go well. No. He pulls a classic Count Dooku here. Yeah, and then like he, he Luke Skywalker's her butt. <laughs> Everybody's losing hands. It's just it's just a classic theme. I mean, somebody it's a go to. It move. is, and in, in, in whatever comic you're reading, whatever TV series, someone loses a hand at some point. <laughs> yeah, Walking Dead, all of it. I mean, come on, <laughs> yeah. guys. There are other body parts you I can know. lose. I know talking to you fellas you know what hello I'm saying? hello anywho <laughs> <laughs> so they get into the throne room and uh oh the only ones alive are uh the droids right. mass heart attacks <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's been a terrible accident oh no and uh yeah because triple zero then is like well it's almost true bt you did hit their hearts <laughs> And then he wanted to be all worse about it, and he said, I'd have directed the shots toward their abdomens just to hurt a little more. Uh, so Dang, that's serious. The king's dead, and then this has to be one of the most badass things Vader has ever done, where he's just like, your majesty, here's this gift, and it's just what's left of Alderaan. Yes. And it's yeah, like, that's... yeah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, I don't know. Like, the, it's, There's times in these comics, and, and this is... L- this is after the destruction of the Death Star and obviously Alderaan, yeah. but like in this next issue, if you guys read it, not the annual, but the whole issue, I mean, it's it, it's pre all of that. It, it happens right after episode nine, and, and there's flashbacks of like Padme and like what happened, and I'm, I'm wondering if there's just like like this is symbolic more than just like the planet was destroyed, but that he doesn't forget Padme, and he doesn't forget um, well, I guess I shouldn't say that. No, that's not, that's not re- relative. Sorry. Oh, going going on going on see you're in too, too deep. deep sometimes you get too sweaty and you, you gotta you gotta <laughs> tap out <laughs> right yeah so that's pretty hardcore that he's like hey uh do what you're supposed to or this is what's gonna happen to your plan yeah <laughs> yeah 
Absolutely. And uh, oh. so Trios is the new queen now. Uh, that's how this kind of wraps up. Is uh, the everyone else is dead? So yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he uses his little force magic to put the crown on her he head. Does that was gentlemanly. It was. And it's uh, this world is yours to rule, but do not forget whom you serve. So she is down with that empire. Yeah, and uh, I don't know that she so much wanted to be doing that with the look on her face. No, no. So absolutely. All right. So that was this issue. How do you guys feel? What are your overall thoughts on it? Um, I think I may like this next annual better that we're going to talk about. But okay, it, it's it's I don't know. It's interesting in that just because I haven't read the other that they started Vader out. Um, the the first line happens after the destruction of the Death Star, and then I I've always wanted to know more about what happened right after Episode Three, so that kind of time period just interests me a little more. Um, right, I know he's the Enforcer and all that, but I I, I want to know how he got there. So they're they're really hitting hard on on his violent nature and and how Anakin's gone. But I, I like the story of how he got there. Um, so I'm a little more partial to to the prior to the prior line. Okay, gotcha. um, I really like the I dug the art here a lot. Yeah, and um, the it like it's a, it's the writing's fine. Um, my big thing was the Alderaan moment. I thought was awesome. Yeah, and um, yeah, the I want to see more of the droids. Yeah, 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 for sure, and uh, and the the ballroom dance floor. That was yeah, cool. that was cool. That was, that was good. cool. The way that was resolved was good. And because going yeah, going into that, I'm like, oh no, are we going to see Vader dance? That would have been. He's like floating, like using the floor, <laughs> like dancing. I, I but then like the whole purpose of this too is is to show that like yeah, the Empire's big, but they do need people to govern these 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 planets. Um, in order for them to actually serve the Empire. So he can't just kill everyone. They need someone to lead. They need someone that the people will respect. So ultimately, it's the Queen now. So And he made his And point. yeah, I, I kind of I dig that. I dig seeing like the political underbelly of the Empire. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, that, and that's kind of like... It's interesting. Me and, me and my uh, co-host Ez on Rebel Watch, we... And all this new canon, all the new canon novels coming out have really what we call like humanized the empire. They're really kind of like you said, talking about the underbelly and how it operates. And 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 on the Death Star, like there were hundreds of thousands of people on there, and not all of them were bad. They just needed a job. Um, yeah, it's 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 really interesting. And here it just shows like the empire isn't you know, they're not everywhere. I mean, there's 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 little bits of them in places but they really they really depend on the existing structure to keep in order um they just sometimes have to prove a point like this yeah i can dig it heck yeah but all right well that's issue one uh we're gonna go ahead and take our break right here and we'll be back with the second annual of darth vader 2015 This episode of the Comic Book Companion Podcast is brought to you by me. You guys, I have my own Amazon store and I want your business. But not only do I want your business, I also want you to support the Comic Book Companion Podcast. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com slash shops slash MMMSCCC as in Michael Matthew Moore's Comedy, Comics, and Collectibles, because I'm also a stand-up comedian, but that's not important right now, and fill up your cart with stuff from my shop. Once you're ready to check out, use the promo code COMPANION, and you'll get 15% off your entire order of items from my shop and my shop only. So, anyways, show your support for the podcast by going to my shop at Amazon.com slash shops slash M-M-M-S-C-C-C and enter the promo code COMPANION at checkout to get 15% off your entire order. Now, on to our next issue. Okay. All right, we're back, and we're here to talk about issue number two of Darth Vader Annuals. Um, as you guys pointed out during our break, this has a different writer and whatnot. 
So um, I would imagine that that's why the you guys, I believe that you guys said in the first half that um, you preferred the writing and stuff in this issue yeah, compared I, to the yeah. first one. Yeah, Michael said the other Michael yeah. said that, and I also agree that I like the writing here better. Yeah, right. So that kind of makes sense, and that almost goes along with uh, when we read Moon Knight, Connor. That oh, because um, it would switch writers every six writers. issues. Yeah, yeah. So um, that all falls into place. With uh, this issue, there's a new um, storyline that's happening right now. It's a different part of time, I guess. Yep. Uh, we never did mention the title, though, of the last issue, did we? I think it was just Annual One. I don't even know if it had a title. Well, see, because... Um, this one does. This one says Technological Terror, yeah. but that's fine. It doesn't matter. Guys, you read the comic book. You'll know what the title <laughs> is. It's all right. It's great. So I'm going to read through this real quick, and then we'll jump into the episode or into the issue. Okay. The Republic is overthrown and the Jedi defeated. Emperor Palpatine, Dark Lord of the Sith, rules the galaxy with an iron fist. Order and security is bloodily maintained by Palpatine's apprentice, the fearsome Darth Vader, whose fall to the dark side of the Force and defeat at the hands of Obi Wan Kenobi leaves him confined to a suit of cybernetic armor to preserve his life. Now Vader lives only to serve his master's empire, but he isn't Palpatine's only weapon. The Empire or I'm sorry, the Emperor has many loyal servants, such as Governor uh, Will Huff Tarkin, mm-hmm. whose plans to safeguard the new order could threaten even Darth Vader's powerful position. Ooh. I so that's fun. It, it is fun, and and I gotta be honest, I kind of missed the title of this this issue, and, and it's it's perfect. It's, it's a it's really a good perfect title. That is that makes it so much more exciting. <laughs> so uh, here we are. We're flying in to what is it? Scarif. Scarif, Scarif. and it sh- uh, should look familiar. It should, and I know Michael here it does has, not. Yeah, has not seen Rogue One, uh, so is out on the tie-in. But I, I will say I have talked to him about this for what a year and a half now, and he still ha- it's on Netflix. It doesn't yeah, get any easier, Michael. Really Just good. watch it. <laughs> what are we talking about, Fuller House? What, fu- <laughs> <laughs> I think you watched Fuller House House before you did Rogue One. <laughs> I'll tell you what. No, I haven't. Okay. But I have tried watching Rogue One, and I did fall asleep. Oh. So we will try again. Okay. Okay. This will all make much more sense if you do that. Yeah, really. <laughs> Interesting. Yes, yes. <laughs> all right. So uh, go ahead, Connor. What are we doing here? Uh, we see uh, he's not even the Grand Mafia. He's Governor Tarkin. That's right. Um, come down with a squad of death troopers, which were introduced in Rogue One. And... Uh, He's kind of on this planet looking um, to go into this data vault, and these uh, Imperial officers are like, you probably shouldn't go in here right now. Uh, There's someone else in here. Uh, (laughs) And then he starts yelling at Vader. He does. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, Vader's not supposed to be there. He is unauthorized. And uh, (laughs) I like that he's like, and yet, Governor Tarkin, I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) Yeah, what are you going to do? But th- this is kind of a surprising scene here because, I mean, you really don't know how much Vader, how much interest he has in the Death Star. I mean, you, you kind of find in, in Episode 4 when he when we're introduced to Star Wars that he really just kind of dismisses its, its power. But the way in which Tarkin talks to him here is a bit surprising to me, to be honest. No kidding. It's it's. I mean, there, in Episode Four, you you witness Tarkin kind of push guess, Vader around a little. Push him, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and you kind of wonder, okay, how'd they get to this point? I think Wendig's writing here seems a little exaggerated for me. I don't really picture um, uh, Tarkin kind of talking like this, but. You don't imagine him popping off like he is to Vader? <laughs> not, not like this, because he's, I mean, he's, they definitely, like, like um, show his, like, methodicalness and his, his wittiness, but, I mean, it's, I don't know, I, I just, he's not it's, that I, aggressive. 
Yeah, it's a bit ex- like I always c- picture him as like a cool, collected kind of exactly. like like cold. Like he'll dig into you, but he'll be like regal about it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But in this uh, issue, he's real sassy. <laughs> he's very sassy, and it, it, it all I think it all stems from he. he in this next scene, he they he he catches Vader looking at the the uh, the data for the Death Star, um, and mm-hmm. he's surprised that he's interested in it. But and I think that's it. Tarkin is so protective of this project because it really keeps him in the good graces of of the Emperor, and it's I mean it's a power play for him. And, and we kind of see that later on with Krennic and even in Rogue One that there's yeah. this power this power play there yeah and 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 that that's that I think that's why he's so defensive here and so kind of just a little more animated than we typically see cuz he's just he he's per- very protective of it and while we see that we see these um Tarkin calls Vader out on like you totally want to kill me right now yeah and we see these like um visions in red colored in red of like different ways Vader is dealing with Tarkin absolutely Absolutely. Yeah, and at first I didn't catch that. I was like, "Wait, he just straight up killed this guy. Where does this fall into the story? Because <laughs> yeah. that guy wasn't dead." They they do that in this line sometimes. Like, if you guys continue this, you'll see like like alternate like kind of like ha- like they're almost they're almost thoughts of Vader at the yeah, time. Yeah, that's a way to put it. Exactly. Like you'll flip a page and you're like, "Wait, what?" And then you'll flip the next page. And you're like, "Okay, we're good." Like it, it actually didn't happen, and that's it's kind of cool that they're playing it here, and they use the color the red color scheme to kind of show you that yeah. it's like his kind of dark like raging vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way of putting it. And then um, <laughs> I, I, this is a this is a power play here with a. Uh, Tarkin, where he pulls out the uh, holo- holocron of the Emperor and is like, hey, the Emperor, the Emperor this is how we, uh, I kind of liked this because it establishes Vader and Tarkin's relationship from here on out, where it's like, yeah. hey, you can't disappoint this guy or you're going to disappoint me. Yeah, and, and that's that's definitely a way for the Emperor to keep him in line because and to anger him because he really... He depends on Anakin, or I should say Darth. Spoiler alert: If anyone has never, <laughs> you know, seen the prequels, oh, no. but um, ha- he depends on that anger to really keep Vader kind of chained to him. It, it, it's it's interest. It's an interesting manipulative thing that he's done with him. But so now he's just got someone else he's answering to that he doesn't respect. Yeah, it's kind of like a middleman for the Emperor. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and so we really we said that he was uh, Vader was angry and he was like going through the ways that he wanted to kill Tarkin and stuff. And the reason is is because uh, Tarkin is there and he says that um, Vader is his to do as he sees fit. Yep. So he's kind of there to you know take charge of Vader and uh, tell him what to do. And Vader wasn't really having that, and so that's when he pulls out this little disc and brings up um, Palpatine. Yeah. And he's the one that he's like, hey, uh, you're my apprentice, but hey, guess what? Um, you have to listen to Tarkin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he calls him out, too. He's like, I don't recall sending you to Scarif. Like, like you're, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're my pet. And he's like, how interesting. Cause, so it's yeah, right. it's almost like he, I don't know. The, the, the Sith always will never trust their apprentice fully because they usually end up turning on them once again. Another, another spoiler alert for episode six <laughs> for you noobs, but uh, spoiler alert, Michael, I'm going to turn on you one. <laughs> oh god! I mean, I mean, I, it could very well happen. The the first public execution at MDK. The rule of two, Michael. Exactly. <laughs> there can only be one, Michael. Exactly. But it, he he he. It's almost kind of like he's like, what what is he doing here? I, I don't really trust this. Yeah, and um, so after that scene, we get a cut to them flying to Genosis to, to uh, Tarkin and Vader, and they land, and we get to see another Rogue One cameo here. Actually, the first Rogue One cameo here, um, and it's Krennic. Yeah, and cr- this is kind of interesting because it goes into. Uh, to me, uh, oh god, I'm losing where I'm at. There we go. Uh, the the kind of back and forth between Krennic and Tarkin that we see in Rogue One was something mm-hmm. I wanted more of, and we totally yeah. get that in this issue. Because you because you see in Rogue One that Tarkin know he definitely respects Vader. There's there's nothing he's not crossing him at all. Yeah. Um, but the, once again, this is another 
job for Vader to to go and enforce some unruly whatever, and it happens to be on Geonosis, where um, another spoiler alert is where the Death Star was made, and they actually enslaved the uh, Geonosians. The the I don't know, Michael hasn't seen the prequels, but you see them in episode. Yeah, the bug people. <laughs> yeah, the bug people in episode two. They actually enslave those guys and. Um, and they force them to build the Death Star, um, and so that's so something's going on there, and, and so the Emperor has a job for Vader, and, that, and that's where he's on his way. And it just so happens that our boy Krennic uh, from Rogue One is is on Geonosis at the time because he is the like commanding engineer of the project at this time. Yeah, he's the like the grand architect of it. Absolutely. Um, and. So a sabotage happens. Some rebel falls on some troopers, and uh, Vader saves him and Krennic. And uh, well, actually, some explosives go off. There we go. Yeah, yeah. And um, so he saves Krennic, and is like, "Hey, we need to find somewhere to talk. We we don't. We need to talk about this." Yeah. And Krennic immediately accuses Tarkin. Yeah, I know it's him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he. But he has he has all these different reasons, yeah. though. I, they, I mean, those yeah. two have always been like a tug of war for the Death Star. Like, who's going to get the credit for it? Yep, absolutely. And it's all to please the Emperor, to be in the good graces of the Emperor and the Empire. And and I mean, he has every right to because, I mean, Tark. If 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 Tarka wouldn't lose his job for it, he probably would kill him. Yeah, definitely. And we get we go into that later with the loyalty officer. Yep. Um, but Krennic here explains like, hey, there's been three different cases of something going wrong. Uh, this is why I think it's Tarkin, the assassination attempt. We're tangled up in this now, and we need to find who's doing this. And Vader's like, all right, uh, give me a few minutes. Yep. And this was cool, where Vader goes back to the arena, and then we see the flashback from the oh, prequels. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Is, that, that was cool. It, they, they're tying in all of, all of Star Wars here, the prequels. They're tying in the new... Um, it's not the the new, it's not the same time period, but with Rogue One, kind of this new canon material, and they're pulling in Tarkin from the original trilogy. It's I, I got to yeah. give Chuck Wendig some credit. Like some people aren't a big fan of his stuff. I, I I'm a big fan of his trilogy and, and new canon, and I think he did a decent job of tying this in. I just have issues with Tarkin a little bit, but I mean, this is this is good stuff. It's tying it all in. It's it's great. Any yeah. Any kid who's just been introduced to Star Wars, I mean, they want to probably know more about Tarkin and now and see him on the big screen. It's it's good stuff. And so this is the same arena where that big fight from Attack of the Clones happened. Yep. And he's meeting an Imperial loyalty officer here who's uh, um, here to check out, like, hey, what's up? Like, what's going on? Uh what kind of vetting takes place for a loyalty officer? That's he, what I want to know. Right? Is, he's like, I he want to know more to about be, these people. He seems to distrust everyone else but this lady. Everything she <laughs> says, he's just like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But like, like I, she's stone cold. I she is. To, have they showed up in any other Star Wars media that you're aware of? Not that I'm aware of. No, okay. I, I've, I don't think I've ever really. If I if I did, I didn't even pay much attention to it. But uh, I mean, because I want to know officer. more about loyalty. Like, what what does it take to become a loyalty officer? Of yeah, I mean, she talks. She's like, uh, she because he he asked he asked her to run uh, a profile on both Tarkin uh, and uh, Krennic, and and she's like, I did, and she's like, I probably would have got a lot more information had I strapped him uh, to a chair uh, at the Viper's Nest. So she, if you recall from the original trilogy, like Vader has interrogation tactics and, and has people help with interrogation, and they use. Um, droids to manipulate people and, and things like that and so that's probably where they're getting that from and, and maybe later on we'll see some of their tactics because they seem pretty pretty vicious and, and yeah um, and interesting so real quick so this chair at the viper's nest that's like what they used for um, like interrogation and well stuff? so you see, you see I can't recall what that droid is or that hovering droid in the original trilogy that they use for like uh, Han Solo for Princess uh, Leia um, I, I don't know what the viper's nest is and I'd have to look into that but they do have like viper droids and things like that that are like reconnaissance droids and, and then they have a t mm. interrogation droids but yeah, uh, it'd be interesting to kind of like I don't know, like a young like uh, trainee or something, like follow them through this whole loyalty yeah. program. 
it's interesting. I was picturing something out of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Hello, so I was hello. Maybe some whips and chains okay. and stuff. Now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. After right. hours. That's my Viper's nest. But anyways, continue. <laughs> okay, so the uh, the uh, <laughs> loyalty officer goes in and is like, um, I there's someone you haven't met yet that I've been looking into, and it's Galen Urso, who's Jen Urso's dad from Rig mm-hmm. One. Yep. Um, and he's a family man with a daughter. And he's a genius. He has a he has never been to Coruscant, but he gets stuff shipped all the time. And yep. we learn that uh, then an egg. Well, Vader first sees the Kyber crystal, so he's starting to get an idea of what the Death Star is. Yeah, and uh, how it works. So he's he's understanding the power of this weapon right now. Yeah, and it, was, it was kind of a leap here trying to tie in like the Ursos and stuff. I thought, <laughs> yeah, just you know, like a little bit, and because. Uh, it just seems so random that because there were other people that worked on the Death Star. It's not just simply three people. It's not Galen, uh, Tarkin, and uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Rogue One, there's a whole slew of officers that are executed. So it's it's it was definitely a stretch. I get they're just trying to tie it in. Yeah, um, but they're just like hey, you know stretch. this character. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and the the big thing here how they tie in uh, Galen or so, is there's a Genosian egg that was on this um, shipment of kyber crystals that um, piqued the, the Empire's interest, the loyalty officer's interest, because mm-hmm. uh, unsanctioned breeding is super illegal yep. for Genosians here, because they're a slave Tell race. Tell me about it. Hello. <laughs> Gotta watch them Genosians. <laughs> and, 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 yeah. and, and the loyalty officer says, like, hey, like, if you want to know more about him, why don't you go visit his office? And that's that's where all this is going down on Coruscant. Yeah, that's that's where he did most of his work. And we see uh, Vader catches why that project's named Stardust because he sees them. He sees Galen called Jin Stardust. Um, and then he brings the egg to Krennic's office and just smashes it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Like, that wasn't nice. That wasn't nice. I know. And that's where we learned that. Uh, the Genosians are a servant race, and they're forbidden from breeding freely. So now Vader has a lead here mm-hmm. um, for this sabot- like who's been sabotaging it, and it's looking like it's not Krennic or Tarkin. It's a it's a third party. Yep. It, this is where it lost me. Did, did, <laughs> oh, did, did really? it lose everyone else? Kind of. I was just like, okay, yeah. how, how did he find these people? Yeah, because he's just like, what does Galen Erso have? Why does he have this? And then he's like, I'm not sure. Maybe Genosians. Yeah. And, and then, then and then Vader just asks for a group of death troopers, and we go attack some yeah. Genosians. <laughs> and, and we find out later how he kind of tracked it down. But I show me that a little bit. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Like, how did you get to this point? And it just I don't know. It was crazy. It's just nope. Yeah, I need some death troopers. Yeah. Uh, so uh. then we get a scene out of Alien here, where they're all coming down like a dark cave. Yep. And he just busts into the cave, and we got some 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 hideaway Geonosians. Some yeah, and they have the they have the dumb looking uh, prequel lasers that go like pow. They do. They yeah. <laughs> they do. Um, they really do. Which I, I respect that. I respect that um, callback there. Yeah. Now the now these are all Jar Jar Binkses, right? Negative. Negative. No, Michael. <laughs> Woo! Those, got, those are Duncans. We got a lot of work to do with that one. <laughs> Well, Michael's seen these guys in Rebels. Michael, if you recall, when they're in those caves oh. and they had the egg and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, they all look. It, they looked familiar to me and stuff. It's just uh, I couldn't place it. But yeah, you're right. It was it was in Rebels so, where um, they were also in the tunnels and stuff there, and they were trying to protect yeah. their eggs. And that and that yeah, there's like one last egg in this this hideout. This this right. one Geonosian that was left, and he. Uh, the uh, rebels happened to the rebel team, the little the little group from the from the show happened to stumble across him, and he's trying to communicate with them that they were building the Death Star here, <laughs> and uh, right. and they oh like, okay so this is a tie into rebels it, I didn't it, pick yeah up on that yeah it, it is and and he tries to like draw the shape of the Death Star in the ground to them in the dirt and they think it's like the logo of this other like thing and they don't make the connection that it's the super weapon so these tunnels look very familiar and that's that's kind of i think they tied i actually don't know what came first i think it was rebels that came first so this is a nice nod to that 
Yeah, that's kind of awesome. So, Jeff, yeah. when, is, has he been known for like tying every, all sorts of continuity together? Uh, the, his tr- his trilogy does quite a bit, but it also starts this whole new story um, okay. of of heroes that we follow, like after um, the fall of the empire. But there's some throwbacks to some of our favorite characters and stuff. But this is more so than any of that. Um, okay, so it's it's impressive, and I'm just now noticing that this queen is huge. Gigantic. Yeah, I just noticed that too. <laughs> I, I, was, I guess the eggs are coming out. I was just like, is she flaunting? Nope, that's the whole body. <laughs> right, right, and exactly. They Weird. just deal. They they don't stand a chance to, no. with death troopers. Yeah, like I, I mean, and let's be honest, uh, Vader has had some practice because he killed. Oh, yeah. you know, probably a few when he was on uh, Geonosian before uh, in episode two. Um, and then we're back on the Karen Spike, which is Tarkin's ship. And Vader's, or he he questions Vader like, "Hey, you found the saboteurs, right?" And he's like, "Yep, uh, there's some eggs in the an eggs sent to an Imperial scientist, hoping he would be sympathetic, and he was not complicit in the treachery." Which I find interesting that Galen, he probably do you think he knew? Okay, let's bring that up. Do you think yeah. Galen knew about the eggs? I th- I think he knew. <sighs> I don't know. It, it was a big risk what he did in yeah. Rogue One to, to right. help the Empire. So I, I don't know. They they were on him like white on rice. So that that's tough to say. I think it probably was someone and a else. A legit sabotage. Yeah, because yeah. I mean the the Geonosians probably knew that he was a pacifist. That he, you know, didn't want conflict. That he ultimately moves away f- runs from the empire to get away yeah. from what they're doing they so they probably knew that and were trying to i don't know entice him to help man maybe that worked i don't know it's definitely definitely something we can dig into it's something pretty gray yeah exactly um, that's exactly. that's good that's good writing um, yeah and yeah. then um when Tarkin questions like and you said you don't want them to ask how and he Vader says they were animals, so I slaughtered them like animals, and we get the oh. flashback to Anakin killing the Tusken Amen. Raiders. I call that little Annie. Just <laughs> little evil Annie just comes out of the woodwork sometimes. Yep, just, just takes oh. control of Vader for a bit. He really does. He really does. And I think in the next page, he it shows him in his TIE fighter spinning. He's like, spinning's a good trick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that. That doesn't happen. Oh, little nine-year-old Anakin. <laughs> well, they gave the flashback. Yeah, he, sl- he slaughtered all the Tusken Raiders. I kind of missed that. Yeah. Or um, we call we call them we call them Tusken Raiders now, and then the in the OG we called them Sand People. But that's a little offensive now. <laughs> I was gonna say, which one's the slur? Is Tusken Raiders the slur? <laughs> I know, I know. It's debatable. Uh, mm, I don't think it is. Hot, hot contingency in the Tusken Raider community. <laughs> yep, here. it is. It is um, hot topic. <laughs> Uh, and then Vader's, Vader calls Tarkin Allen what the Death Star is, or what the weapon is. He doesn't even know the name of it yet, mm. because he saw the kyber crystals in Ursa's office. And he's like, I know it's a planet killer, and I know you're trying to replace me. Yep. Um, and which which is so tr- good. It's that's oh. so... Though, and that's why I said the title was so yeah. perfect for this issue. Yeah, technological terror, it's great, because it not only refers to Vader, but the Death Star itself. Like, yeah, it's so good, uh, and, and this last page of the, them talking is just like, that just sums it up perfectly. It's uh, This is the best This is the best ending that, I, that I've read in a while. Where uh, Vader's like, I distrust this weapon, you shouldn't rely on it, you should rely on the Force, and then Tarkin calls him out on his shit. Yep. And it's like, hey buddy, you're also like, majority machine. Yep, yeah. and 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 after this is more powerful than you, uh, what are you? You you you're useless to us. Yeah, and then be careful, Governor Tarkin. If you invest too much of yourself in this battle station, it may be end up your tomb. Ugh. Oh, that's good. I, and the, the best is he's like, is that a threat? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, I want more Tarkin. Yes, um, but it's just it, a prediction. But what? The last thing we see is, um, so I didn't hundred percent understand this. So yeah, it's that's Jin's mom. Yep, digging yep. for kyber crystals. Yep, and then who? So who sent this droid with the warning that like, hey, you got to get out? That's a good question. I mean, it could be. 
it could be Saul Guerrera. It could be, I don't know. There's a, I, I don't know. This droid looks familiar, and it, it, what's cool is he's a self-destructing droid, which is awesome. <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> I've ever seen like, that. He's like, I have this message, and then he explodes. It was. <laughs> this is Mission Impossible. Stuff. I mean, it pretty much is. Um, I, I, I want to dig into that a little more because I was wondering that too. I was like, who sent? I mean, because they had communication with Saul, but I mean, at this point, Saul was kind of hidden under the rug too. Yeah. Um. They but later on when they leave, they have communication with him. But I, I don't know. That's a great question. And that's I I don't know if that's something intentionally left open that gets answered in this run later or what. But yeah, I, yeah. I do. I'm curious as to who sent this droid to warn the Ursos. Like, hey, you need to go. You're working on a murder machine. Yep. Absolutely. There's a uh, with this. I mean, this is a very short story and all of it, but there's there's a few things that people listening need to read and okay. w- and watch. So there's a couple of novels um, out there. There's there's a really nice. Um, oh gosh, now I'm blanking on the book's name. Oh my goodness, what's what's the novel that sets up Rogue One? I'm blanking on the name. Um. I'm not sure. Oh goodness. Gosh, it's Oh, I know. <laughs> you do? No, I don't. <laughs> oh. Of course not. Well, let's look it up really fast because this is one of the it's uh Catalyst. Okay. Um it's written by oh, uh James Lucino. Hey, it's yeah. it's Catalyst. It's Catalyst. It's Catalyst. <laughs> it's written by James Lucino, so and he wrote some of the uh the Legends books, well, they were expanded universe books, but they're now Legends books that people really enjoyed, and they ended up bringing him back on, and, and he tells a really good story in, in Catalyst, and it leads you pretty much right up to where we start off in Rogue One, which is really cool. So you kind of see Galen's interactions with Krennic, um, you get Lyra, um, which is Galen's wife, um, you even see a little bit of, of Jin when she was younger, um, but it really shows some of the struggles and, and, and how um, Galen kind of just had to pretend to kind of be lost in his work there for a while um, just so they could survive and, and, and that he was all on board and then eventually ended up leaving. So that's a book that everyone needs to read. Okay, um, and that's Star Wars Catalyst? Catalyst, yeah, okay. and, and there's a great uh, audio book with that if 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 you if you're not into the the, the paper, but um, which hey sometimes you got to if you if you if you drive a lot. But an- another is one I just finished. It's just called Tarkin. Um, and That's it, on it, my list for sure. Yes, That's, you got yeah. I literally just finished it. I think yesterday, and uh, it shows some 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 good interactions once again with. Uh, with Vader and the Carrion Spike is in it, and it plays a huge role. Um, that's that's a that kind of th- this shows you the history of Tarkin and what makes him so ruthless and confident, and how his past has shaped him. So that's that's a really good one. Um, what else? Um, if you want to learn more about Jen Urso and 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 that kind of story before Rogue One and a little bit before and and mostly after um actually the book picks up right after rogue one so she's in that little cave um when she's younger it picks up from that point on until she grows older and kind of works with saul and all this stuff so that's a nice nice to book to fill in stuff too um what else there's a lot of good good material out there. If you enjoyed Chuck, Chuck Wendig's writing, um, he like I said, he has his own trilogy. Is that um, the aftermath trilogy? The, yeah, the aftermath yeah. one, and it's it's those people that want a lot of like, you know, old school story aren't going to get that. It does focus a lot on on newer characters and, and kind of what happens after Episode Six, um, but still interesting nonetheless. Um, what else is out there? I'll have to think a little more about it, but those are a couple of my favorites so far um, that are kind of related to this time period. I'm trying to take a look and see if there's anything else out there on my shelf. Um, but yeah, no, those those are some good starting points, I think, if people are kind of interested in this time period. Okay, and that's Star Wars Catalyst. Um, the If you like Chuck Wendig, that's the Aftermath trilogy. And then what do you... Uh, the Jin Erso one, uh, and Tarkin. Oh yeah, oh Jin Erso book. I forgot to tell you, it's called Rebel Rising. 
Okay, and um, Rebel Rising. Yep, that's a really, really solid book, and 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 I'll I'll hook you guys up with some more. I know there's more that I'm just forgetting right now, but also the the television show Rebels, which was amazing. It's really good. It's, it's so good. It has a lot of tie-ins here with what the stuff that we just read. Um, and I cannot, cannot, cannot emphasize enough how good this 2017 second line of Vader is with him picking up it literally picks up you know at the end of episode three we see uh vader in his suit and he just screams no yeah it literally picks up right from there okay and shows his trials and how he gets his saber and struggles he has it's it is by far one of the best comics i've read totally worth your time Okay, and we'll probably add that to our list to read on the podcast, so you're more than welcome to join us for that. I would be um, more than glad to, guys. And I think that's going to wrap yeah, it up. Sure. Yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up. Did uh, the, Okay, so what's to Michael's final thoughts. Let's do Ooh. Michael, go ahead. I mean, this was my favorite one out of the two. It had a whole lot that went on uh, in this book, and now that you... That's why I just kind of sat back and let you guys talk because you guys had all the knowledge. And so now you've totally informed me on a bunch of things. So I appreciate that. Yes. And I'm really hoping that the people that are listening to this were able to take some of that knowledge too and some of the insight and stuff that you guys had on this. Because, I mean, I just read it as a bystander and I was like, oh, yeah, no, this is cool. This, I mean, sure, this stuff makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> but um, when you guys start pulling in all these other things, I'm like, well, hell, I should have been reading and watching and doing all these things, which I've told you several times I was going to do, and I've yet to that's do. That's okay. That's not the point. That's okay. Um, <laughs> it's not going anywhere. We forgive I you. I do whenever I want to. That's true. That's true. But no, this was good. So uh, what about you, Michael? Well, I, I will I will follow up on that and say I, I'm very disappointed that you haven't watched Rogue One. I, How dare I, you? I know you're a big Vader fan. You sound like my mother. I know. I, I There's yes. some great Vader scenes in that movie, Michael. So, <laughs> so good. That. Like, there's there's just a couple, but they're so solid. Um, one is a bit cheesy, but then... <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking you about. Know, you know what I'm saying? The, <laughs> yeah. the old ridiculous joke, but the, the, uh, the other... The, yeah, the bun. The other is just it's just it was so satisfying and i know michael will enjoy it and i know this is a literature podcast and i appreciate that more than anything but man does that end of that movie really hit home and it's just so well done you gotta read it michael you gotta read it read it or watch or watch it, it. sorry but you need to read oh all of the goodness. all of the things see now you're just filling me full of false information i, I don't know. know what i'm doing oh, well, maybe we just need to have some reading clubs and we can all just sit around and i'll just read them to you Okay. <laughs> Connor, what do you think? Um, I really liked both of these annuals, and uh, I, I'm with you guys. Where I like the second one better than the first one. Definitely. And the the flashbacks are something that really drew my attention. The red, colored in red, the visions he yeah. was having. Uh, yeah. That was a highlight for me. You know, I always like seeing more Tarkin, even if it is a bit exaggerated. He's one of my favorites. He, I yeah. think he's an underrated Star Wars character. Absolutely. Um, and that's about it for me. So, and I just want to point out that, like, uh, uh, going back to the knowledge and you guys pointing out these things, that's why it's so helpful that if you're able to have um, these comics digitally or whatever, you and you're listening to the podcast, you can shoot back and forth through the pages, and you can see exactly mm -hmm. what uh, Connor and Michael are referencing on these things. So, like I said, I was sitting back and I was listening, but as you guys were talking about stuff, I was seeing it right here in front of my face. So, Michael will talk to me at work, and he'll tell me about yep. all these different things that, but I guess I don't completely comprehend it because I'm not seeing it at the same time but hearing you talk about it and seeing it this has been absolutely perfect so, absolutely Michael I'm glad that you were able to join us guys I, I appreciate it and, and go go read a comic book if it's digital that's great if you if you're reading it on your toilet you know listening to this podcast the more power to you <laughs> support your local comics uh, shops um, and, and bye 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 it's it's the best it's the best absolutely and so we're gonna have we're gonna have to have you back to talk about more star wars there's so many oh. different series and many series and just so many things to talk about so this could go on forever guys please please um, have me back i'm blushing 
<laughs> Don't get used to it. So, um, <laughs> so Michael, uh, if people want to follow you on Instagram and uh, whatever social medias you do, what would that be? Oh wow! Well, you can you can find uh, Rebel Watch podcasts on Perfect. all of your your podcasting feeds: uh, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. Uh, Podbean's where we host our information. Um, we're also on YouTube. We we are a, a video podcast as well, so you can see myself and and, and my co-host Ezra Kirk on there. Uh, you know, just a couple lame guys, you know, talking about Star Wars. It's what we love doing. Um, and I ever so seldomly post on Instagram at Red Five underscore Sun underscore of underscore Sith, which I will say is the greatest Instagram name of all time. All right, calm down. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I knew you had the Rebel Watch and stuff, so I wanted to make sure you got that in there. Because absolutely. if you thought this, just listening to this episode mm. of our silly little podcast was anything Star Wars, yeah. go listen to watch Rebel Watch. Like, they are on everything. We, so. we get deep. It's a, it's at least an hour long every episode. And, and we also have our, our Star Wars trivia, which we call Trivia Trials, which is a good time. Uh, which I'm still waiting gotta, to be asked. Gotta have Connor. Michael. Uh, I mean, Connor and Michael. I mean, I would love, I mean, maybe a battle. Oh, jeez. There we go. I think, I'm going to lose. I think we can we can set that up. You guys just let me know when you're free, and uh, Ez and I will host it. Okay. Oh, boy, Connor. You're right. going to win. That's it. That's everything. That's all that we have this right, week. Seriously, it's been a blast, you guys. I appreciate it. You can contact us on Instagram and awesome. Twitter. We appreciate at you comic on. underscore but that's gonna companion. Be it. And, uh, you'll and catch you can all email us at um, comicbookcompanion at gmail.com. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Have a good you can one, follow guys. me on Instagram and Twitter at M More Comedy, and you can follow Connor at Attack on Wake Up. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you would be so kind, please give us a quick five-star review. We would very much appreciate it. Now, until next time, we have been your comic book companion.